Bonjour. Welcome to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast, hosted by Taylor. So it's great <clears throat> to be here again with Clément Gardiou from Cognac Lero. Nice to see you again. Thank you. Everything is okay. We are on the last step of the years, 2022. It's a very exciting moment for us. It's a, a big period for the sales. So everything is great. So another cognac from Cognac Lero is in our glass. What are we tasting today? Today we are tasting our oldest XO. It's the XO Charles 7. Is this 100% Petit Champagne? It's 100% Petit Champagne. The philosophy of Cognac Lero is from the VS to the XO, no blend of different cru. So 100% Petit Champagne, no blend of grapes, 100% Uniblanc, and no blend of different vintage. It's a 100% 40 years old Cognac. It's what we can call a real XO. Yeah. That's one of the difficulties with XO is that technically it only has to be 10, but some of them are 40. Absolutely. Since you guys are Petit Champagne specialists, how would you characterize a typical textbook cognac from Petit Champagne at age that's 30 or 40 years old? What the Petit Champagne is like, it's uh, going to give some finesse to the cognac with age. Some finesse, but also some flavors with some minerality, some flavors with something sometimes a bit salty as well. Flavors, something also very fruity. Yeah, this is the main thing that we can get from the Petit Champagne. If you had to describe the style of this Exo Show, the seventh, how would you describe it? For me, it's like a candy. Why? Because after 40 years of aging, we can really feel something like some not. Yeah, a bit sweet, as I said previously for the Cubin 20, we don't have any caramel or anything, okay? So the sweetness is coming from the aging of the cognac. That's why I'm saying that it's like a candy, because when you taste at the first slip, it's like something very delicate, something very sweet, like a bit of caramel, very elegant style of vanilla, very fruity as well. Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorites, so. I noticed the alcohol level of this Exo Charles the Seventh is 44 degrees. Can you explain why the decision was made to bottle at 44%? Of course, after 40 years of aging, you have to know that there is a natural reduction of the alcohol in our cellar. After 40 years, we're going to go around 50% of alcohol. We decided to go below 45 because the BNIC, so the law, um, we need to go below 45 degrees. And why at 44? Because when we have done the tasting of this cognac after 40 years, we think that to, to let the cognac express itself the most naturally possible, we don't need to go too low. So it means like 45, maybe it was too high. 44 for us, it was a perfect balance between the aging so to get something like a very evolving, very sweet, etc. But also the perfect balance with the powerful of this cognac. Can you explain, is there a rule that says you have to be under 45%? Yeah, there is a rule that for a classic range, you have to go below 45 degrees or you can be between 40 to 45. But there is another rule that you can use. It's for the cask strange. And then for that, you can go over 45. 
Very interesting, because this is actually the first I'm hearing this. So in a producer's standard or classic range, under 45 by law. Yes. And if you designate it cask strength, brut de feu, vintage. You can go over. You can go over. So that's why mainly of the cognac, the classic cognac range, you will see it's always below 45. Do you think the fact that the cognac aged in your dry cellars, does that accelerate the angel's share and the reduction of the alcohol? The humid cellar increase the angel share, but the dry cellar reduce this angel share. For example, that's why when you go to the, for example, in Martinique, where they produce some rums, uh, they cannot age it for too long, maximum six or eight years to get an XO. And you, you are not going to see an XO rum after 30 years because it's too humid in Martinique where they produce it to age the rum. So it, it's the same concept in cognac. If you use a too humid cellar, you're going to increase the angel parts and you're going, the cognac is going to age a bit too fast. Okay? So if you want a long aging, so for example, 40 years, you need a dry cellar. And would you say that this cognac is a good gateway to the Lero vintage cognacs? Honestly, vintage cognac, so cask strange cognac, it's a totally different style. As we don't reduce it with water, even if you have a 40 years old cognac vintage, if you compare it to the 40 years, so the Charles 7, you're going to have different style. Even if it's a petit champagne, even if both are 40 years, both are going to be big difference between both. I'm just thinking that the 44% might be a good introduction for somebody who's it's, used it's a good, to only 40%. It's a good introduction to, to say that don't look at the volume percentage of alcohol. It doesn't mean anything especially with old XO. Because if you do, for example, a blind tasting with a VSOP and XO, you're going to feel more alcohol in the VSOP than the XO Charles 7, for example. But in reality, Charles 7 is 44 and our VSOP is 40. The aging is making the difference. And I think you already said this, but this is as high as we get for your XO Cognacs. Yeah, the, our XO Cognac is our oldest XO. So if we move to a tasting note, how would you describe the nose of this Charles 7 XO Cognac? It, it's very elegant. You have some aroma of black currants. You have something like very fruity. You have also a taste of brulee uh, at the, the, the first uh, taste. And what I like with this kind of XO, it's like it's super long in the mouth. But I'm also a wine lover. And what I like with the red wine is like wine with a long finish. And this is what we get with this XO. It's a very long finish. So you really need to take your time to taste this cognac. It's like tasting a cigar. You need time to smoke a cigar. So you need to take time also to taste, to drink your cognac. And how would you describe the finish? I know very long, but... Anything else you can add? It's very, as I said, it's very well balanced with the sweetness, but also the powerful. You have something a bit of, uh, also it's very uh, Lero style, uh, something a bit of spice as well, feeling. So yeah, it's for me, it's uh, the perfect balance between everything. The sweetness, the powerful, the spiciness, and also a very long finish. Would you say that this cognac deserves to be tasted on its own? 
after a meal? Or can we play around with different food pairings? Ah, that's a good question. Maybe you can use some, if you want to pair it with food, you can have it with a duck, like a, a duck breast would be perfect for the Charles Seven, with the sauce and some mushrooms as well, with smashed potatoes and something like that. Yeah, it would be, I think, a great pairing with the Charles Seven. But you can also have it by its own at the end of the dinner. Of course. It's well, your choice. Everybody it's always your says, <laughs> everybody always says pair with a chocolate, but that's the first I'm hearing to pair a cognac with duck or no, a protein. Yeah, with duck. Honestly, we, we have the... Oh, it's not with the Charles Seven, but we have done something with our BSOP that we laid in, in the fridge for uh, one day. So there the, is going to be like a liqueur. You pair it with duck. It's like amazing. Fantastic. Honestly, it's super nice. Yeah. Now I'm going to go out to the butcher and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Clément, thank you very much for your time. This cognac, it's outrageous. So thank you. Happy holidays. Bonne fête. And uh, see you soon in the Charente. See you soon in Charente. We're looking forward to that. Au revoir. Au revoir. Thank you for listening to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast. All bottles of this calendar can be found on cognacexpert.com. Tomorrow is another day, another cognac. Au revoir.